All right, good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Monday, February 21st edition of the MAOB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin. I'm joined over there by my co-host on Monday and Tuesdays, Mr. Big Marcel. Marcel, what's going on, my man? Yeah, man. All good. Um, pretty fun weekend, although I had some lower back problems and I had a big eye for two days, so <laughs> not that great. But uh, yeah, overall, a good weekend. How about you, man? My poor guy. Yeah, it was good. It was good. A lot of MMA, man, which was awesome. Uh, good UFC card um today was a holiday here too so kind of relaxed as well so it was a long weekend actually for me Marcel. i didn't go anywhere but you know just kind of relaxed and stuff it was good um but anyways yeah we got a lot to talk about today obviously ufc recap marcel there's bellator pfl i mean there's a lot to talk about let's just get into it okay so ufc vegas 48 i'll talk about this card right now um i mean marcel honestly like we started the podcast podcast off last tuesday and i was like "Ah, this card is not the greatest but man it turned into a pretty good card i thought like other than Porter and Bado, which not wasn't very good, like I thought the card was really good personally. Like there were some great fights on the prelims that people like just completely like ignored. They turned into great fights. So overall, I think it was a pretty damn good card. What are your overall thoughts on the card before we get it, break it down again? I got in a seven out of eight out of ten. I think uh, it was a good card. You know, I I enjoyed it. Like you said, the Porter against Bordeaux fight had no place on the main card. Probably has even no place in the UFC, in my opinion. But uh, no disrespect to Porter, by the way, because I think he has a three fight win streak. But yeah, that was kind of the stinker of, of the event. I think that wasn't the great, but overall yeah. a good event. You know, it was uh, yeah. And you see that often, man. I say many people say it all the time when you do, are not really expecting much from a card, it's gonna be a lot of fun you know and that's why i always say like don't be too hyped about an event all the time because you're going to be disappointed sometimes you know you rather can have some lower expectations and going to watch and enjoy it you know and i i enjoyed saturday so yeah i agree i agree let me get these comments we got joe here what's going on my man hypes here what's going on brother uh get alex what's going on guys glad to have you guys here man let's get into it all right, so Jamal Hill knocks out Johnny Walker in the main event. I mean, this is how I thought it would go, Marcel. I know you, you, you know, you had thought Walker had a chance. And to be honest with you, he looked good for like the first two minutes, landed some nice kicks, would stay on the outside. But the chin's gone, I think, from this guy. I mean, he didn't get hit in the chin to be fair. He got hit in the temple, but just his mm-hmm. ability to withstand punishment is just not there anymore, Marcel. He's lost four of his last five fights. He's been knocked out a couple times now. And like I said, even that win over Ryan Spann, he got dropped twice, guys. Like so, his yeah. chin is is going. His ability to take shots again. This was. It was to the temple. It was one of those spots you hit a guy, you know, it just, it was a weird looking knockout, obviously, but he just hit him in the right spot. It kind of reminds, and this was a little different, but remember when Kane fought JDS the first time he hit him right here behind the ear? Like, that's a good spot. Like, right here in the temple is a good spot to hit a guy because you can just destroy their equilibrium. And that's what happened here, you know? It was such a weird looking knockout. It was like a tree fell, Marcel. It was so crazy. And then the follow up punch was just brutal. So, yeah. I mean, we'll, you'll you'll get a chance to talk about it right now, Marcel. I mean, give me your thoughts on this one because for me, it was just another fantastic knockout by Hill. And I'm just really high on the guy. Give me your thoughts, man. Yeah, Bus Rutten always say, like, I actually train the guys to hit here. They say yeah. it's legal to hit here and your equilibrium is going away if you get punched there. So they train on it. The thing is, with, uh, you know, who am I? to to question somebody's training ability and where because i'm a fat fuck on the couch but uh i mean walker sbg ireland tell me one good light heavyweight or heavyweight fighting at sbg ireland i have no idea you know i know he's with the irish girl so he wants to be in ireland you know but it doesn't do him anything for his career i think we saw it in the santos fight uh was very hesitant that that one was was probably one of the most boring fights of 2021 you know and now he's getting knocked out by uh, by hill 
who I mean, they were pretty much circling. They were uh, feeling each other out, and then they, I think, they had one encounter, and the second encounter, Hill knocks him out. So um, it was a wild punch, by the way, by Hill, but it was a good punch. It landed, you know, and it landed in, on a good spot. Um, for Walker, yeah, man. Um, I honestly think he should fight somebody outside the top 15 right now, you know, uh, for Hill. I mean, Uzdemir already was uh, calling him out. He 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 replied back. Let's do that fight, man. I don't I don't mind that fight at all. You know, it's Uzdemir, a former title challenger, uh, actually also on his way down, kinda. You know, so you do either Uzdemir or Reyes, I think. But with Uzdemir wanting that fight. Why wouldn't you do it? You know, and uh, he'll look look he'll look great. You know, uh, I was actually. I'm still not 100% convinced that I think that he's the next title challenger or whatever, you know, but I think he's very legit. And he looked really good. He had one bad fight in the UFC was against Paul Craig, and that was when he underestimated the guy. He didn't underestimate Johnny Walker. He didn't underestimate Jimmy Cruz, and he knocked him out in the first round. So, I mean, it's only up from here at this moment for Hill. And I was... I was I was very. I was not. It was not surprised. I picked Walker, but I know it could have gone. I could have been either way. You know, what's for me wasn't the 50-50 choice, but he looked good. You know, and uh, I, I was uh, impressed by by how he looked. So yeah, great, great stuff. Also, I mean, shout out to his post fight interview with his son in the oh. costume and everything. I I really love that. So uh, yeah, awesome. yeah, that was awesome, man. Yeah, I love it too. Um, I think Hills is great. I mean, last other than the fight last year with Craig, which we all remember. He's looked phenomenal in the UFC, guys. I mean, the guy's been knocking out everyone for the most part. He's just a great fighter. Like, I'm I'm really excited to see who he gets next. He's calling a Yuri. I don't think he gets Yuri. You guys are saying Vulcan. I mean, any of those fights make sense. Tiago Santos, Ankolaev, Rakic. Any of those guys make sense at this point. You know, I think he mm -hmm. is going to get one of those guys. It's going to look weird on the rankings because I feel like they're going to put Hill over, over Craig and Marcel. It's going to look weird. It's like Blades is ranked over uh, Lewis now in the rankings. It's mm -hmm. really weird, you know, because – we saw these fights last year, but just the way that works, I guess, is kind of funny. Any any other thoughts on this? I mean, for me, it's just it's more of Hill, you know, just looking phenomenal. Um, I don't, I, you know, Walker needs to change something up though. Go ahead, go ahead. You know what I think, Adam? I'm so, I'm always like the UFC is always so like ah uh, the rankings uh, we don't make them so they don't matter. If they don't matter, why you don't stop with the rankings? You know yeah. what I mean? If, yeah. if they don't matter, well, why you? I don't prefer stop when they it? didn't have them. Honestly, yeah. I honestly preferred the match because then you you just like okay, that's the fight they're making. But like I said, like I've said like pretty much every week, like I just the only rankings I care about would be Mick Maynard and Sean Shelby's and Dana's. You know, I don't care mm -hmm. about like the ten media members doing it. Let me get some comments, guys. You have a lot to say here. We got a high period. Oh, he's talking about the low level. We got Owen. What's going on, Owen? He says Walker needs to bulk up heavyweight. Yeah, I mean, he has, I think, fought a heavyweight in the past before he came to the UFC. Still think his lack of pride. Hey, what's up, Owen? Um, yeah, I think SPG is a bad camp for him, man. There's who else is he training with there? Crazy streak. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I know what you're saying, Tristan. Um, we'll talk about that card tomorrow. Bobby Green and Makachev. We've got Raw Torque here. What's going on? Joe's talking about the Volcan thing. Yeah. Think it would help Walker's chin. Maybe it could, because his, his chin looks terrible, guys, honestly. Again, this fight, he hit him in the temple. But, you know, when they say chin, it usually does mean a shot to the chin, but also chin could be, like, just overall durability in the sport, you know? Like, that, anyways. But, yeah, his durability is a little bit diminished, obviously. So, if Craig could beat uh, Krylov, that's a huge win for him, too. Uh, Craig and – oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That fight's going to be awesome, man. It's going to be a good yeah. fight. Krylov's underrated, honestly. Krylov, Krylov beat Johnny Walker, but he's below him in the rankings, too, right? It's, he's mm -hmm. very underrated. Yeah, the pre the shoey was. I mean, it wasn't even beer, was it? It was like a wasn't it like an energy drink? <laughs> I mean, there's some good guys coming up, like you said. 
Adam. I like Jelton on leader. Go ahead. You saw the shoey that uh, Tuivasa did today on his uh, on his Instagram. With uh, he had some kind of a weird thing where he was smoking a cigar out, and after the cigar, he had a cigar here. He put the uh, the beer in it and he drank from it. Uh, it was a certain thing he had. I think you can buy it on his website or something crazy, like a shoey and, and a smoky at, at the same time. <laughs> That's funny. No, I didn't see. It. I'll check it out after. Yeah. All right, let's go to the rest of the card. Kyle Dawkins defeats Jamie Pickett. I mean, I think we all thought Dawkins would win. I thought it'd be more of like a grinding type of fight. I mean, he he dominated him. Uh, really just a dominant performance. Three takedowns, two submission attempts, gets the submission. Uh, he had over four minutes for control in the first round. Um, you know, the, the finish was, it's one of those things, like, I get it. If you're in the cage, you don't necessarily know, but I think that's part of being a good fighter is having good fight IQ, and I think part of that is knowing the time on the clock. I don't think he should have tapped. I mean, that's my honest opinion, Marcel. You know, it reminded me of Ankalaev and Craig. I mean, again, who am I to say, right? I'm just some guy watching. But I know what these guys' careers, I think they're very short. And had he held on one second longer, you know, yeah, maybe he would have went to sleep, but maybe not. Maybe he just would have went to the end of the round. I, I think you have to be aware of what the time is on the clock. You know, your coaches need to make sure you're aware of it as well. So in my opinion, I, I don't know, Marcel. I mean, I understand he made a good adjustment there, Dawkins, with the choke. The Darts choke is one of my favorite chokes. I love it. Puts guys to sleep all the time. But I just think he should have held on for an extra second. That's my honest opinion. I saw other fighters saying this too. Like Billy Cortillo was like, you gotta, you have to like go to sleep there if anything. And I'm not saying in general that going to sleep is a good idea. I don't think it is. But when there's when you hear the 10 seconds and then the submission starts, I think you have to give it the full 10 seconds. That's my that's just my opinion. Because it reminds me of Craig and Ankle And you've said this, Marcel, because he waited that didn't tap out, waited that extra second. Cost him like two years of his career, basically. So I don't know what you think. Any thoughts on on the finish? Any thoughts? Uh, the only difference is that I don't think Jimmy Pickett will have a career as Ankalaev. But uh, <laughs> the thing is, um, Pickett said like he he was biting his tongue and he he was afraid that he would bite his tongue off. That was I didn't so hear hard. that, but that makes so, sense. Yeah, that yeah, makes so sense. Yeah. I can't understand it, you know. But the thing is, right now with in the apex where it's clear clearly you hear the sound of the clack clack, you know, yeah. the ten seconds. I understand what you're saying, you know, but uh, if you look at Ankalaev, that was in the long, it was in London, full crowd, very, very hard cheering for Craig because he had that submission locked in, you know, yep. and maybe he didn't hear it. I don't know. I'm just saying, you know, but still, you know, it's, it's like, yeah. Uh, listen, guys, like I just said 10 minutes ago, I'm a fat fuck on the couch, so I'm not a fighter. So it's, it's like hard for me to say, but I feel kind of the same way like you do, Adam. But if Pickett says like, I was, feeling I like that. I was biting my tongue off. Yeah, I mean, I can understand it, you know. You yeah. you, you you live to fight another day, you know. No, so, I completely agree. Yeah. I didn't even know. I didn't hear that, so that makes sense. So I feel stupid now. But in general, though, I think, you know, you'd want to hang on for that extra second, you know, because, again, these guys' careers are short, and, I, you know, I'm not saying go to sleep on every, like, guillotine or, or rear naked <laughs> choke. I don't think guys should do that, but I think when you hear that 10 seconds, you've got to fight for the extra second, Marcel. That's just my honest opinion, you know. And it wouldn't have changed the fight, though, you know, in this case. It looked like he wanted out of there. Dawkins was just dominating him. He's going to win. Dawkins is underrated, right? Like, he's just a good, solid fighter. Like, who would you give him next, Marcel Dawkins? Well, yeah, I was thinking about that uh, earlier today. It's, it's actually difficult, you know? I, I mean, uh, I, I wouldn't go with a top 15 guy yet. You know, okay. because I think that there are. I, I I honestly would go with a guy like Eric Anders, maybe. You know, uh, that would be a good fight. You know what? That that would be a good fight. Eric's a tough dude. Yeah, that would be a good fight. I like that one, Marcel. Nice suggestion. You know, I was thinking maybe he could fight. You know, Muniz, but I want Muniz to fight someone decent. Who's Muniz fighting? He doesn't have a fight, does he? Or 
No, does I, I thought he had a fight. I, I can't be wrong. I yeah, like please, but like, I guess he's ranked number. Two. He's too, he's ranked too high. Is he fighting Uriah Hall? Hall. I, yeah. I apologize, guys. I forgot about that fight. Yeah, I keep thinking Hall's fighting Darren Till, but that fight never actually um, got made. Um, yeah, I know what you're saying with Glenn with that fight. Actually, someone was bringing that up the other day. That stupid card in Brooklyn because it was just such a bad card. Yeah. <laughs> Dana was so pissed off. Remember that one? They only give yeah. three bonuses. That's the only time I'll agree with him not giving out the four, four bonuses because <laughs> it was so bad. Um, yeah, I mean, he'll. I wonder that he's tall though, he's really tall. He's like 6'4, isn't he? So he's tall. The Leedsy, I think they were booked, weren't they? The Leedsy and Dawkins in the fight just wasn't it booked a few months ago, Marcel? Remember, and yeah. then Holland took it on short notice, I think. Yeah, it? I think that's true. Yeah, so yeah, they could do that fight. The Leedsy, uh, aka uh, Cheyenne Vlissness, uh, Mr. Cheyenne Vlissness, right? I think they're still together. Is that yeah, I'm not gonna give any. Thing about it because I don't know. So fair enough. All right, I, I haven't talked to anyone. <laughs> fair enough. So. Let's go to the next fight, Marcel Parker Porter defeats Alan Bado. You have decision. I mean, I don't know how people score this for Bado. There's no way he won this fight. This is definitely Porter's <laughs> fight. You know, the first round was competitive. Yeah. So if you want to give it to Bado, sure. Second round clearly Porter. Third round, Bado was winning the round for the first like yeah. three minutes, but Porter. Until, yeah, until until he took got full mount with rain up punches. Yeah, <laughs> so Porter won. Just, Porter won the dude, fight. Bodo was was winning the third round, and then what? he started to do funny, like oh, and, and then he got taken down, and it was done, you know. Yeah. And it was so stupid because he was actually he would have saved his UFC career right there if he mm-hmm. won the third round, you know. And uh, he, he he was he was trying to show off, and I was like, dude, you need to yeah. win this fight. You don't need to show off, you know. You really need to win this fight. Now he's zero and two and one no contest. He's pretty much zero and three, you know. He, th- this dude has been so fortunate, you know, he got signed off with loss, got overturned in the DQ, and that he got signed. Uh, he lost after that against uh, Aspinall, you know, that can happen. Then he lost to Zekel Mea, to, to Nascimento. Got overturned in a no contest, and now he gets another chance. One-on-one going into the, se- in the third round. He leads after two minutes into the third round, and then he's going to go gonna go uh funny and go huh and i was yeah. like what, what are you doing man and then you can take it down a porter a porter wins the third rounds so stupid you know but uh um yeah what can you say i think porter overall is also a better fighter but i, I wasn't really impressed with porter showing on saturday and i think nobody was really impressed with that fight at all you know i mean, I, 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 I also honestly it. think the best the best guy of MMA factory in the heavyweight division is Cyril Gan. You know, it's pretty obvious. And the other guys, I've seen I've seen pretty much all their heavyweight and light heavyweight guys out there fighting in the regionals. I'm not really high at all on them. Gan is really the best guy out there. So yeah. Right. No, I, I agree. Um so you know, I think that Bado could have won this fight. I really do. You know, I, I think that he was winning that third round, like you said, and then just got little like cocky almost and yeah that's that, the right worth yeah 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 and once you got on top of him like you won the round so yeah i mean any i, I think if you scored this for bedo like that's just you must have bet on him and been really biased <laughs> there's no way he won this fight like that's not how this that's not how this works he won the first round i'll give him that uh, but you didn't win the I, second and third. Go ahead. I don't want to talk shit but i really wondering who bet on bodo <laughs> <laughs> well i know some people thought you made it yeah I mean, and dude, honestly, he was close, but yeah, he was. he's not that good. Let me get these other comments. Uh, Orlovsky Porter, you know what? That would that fight makes sense. I mean, it does. Porter on a three. I mean, dude, I'll be honest with you, Parker Porter. He's the guy that lost to John Jones like all those years ago, right? And and then he lost to Gabriel Gonzaga. I'm like, this guy sucks. This guy doesn't suck. He's a good fighter, man. He's one in th- sorry three and one in the UFC. Uh, three decision wins, one knockout loss. 
he's a fun Marcel. He's not. He's a pretty fun guy. This wasn't a fun matchup, but in general, mm-hmm. I think he's a fun guy. But they gotta stop putting, like you said, these lower level, mid tier, like heavyweight fights on the main card just because they're heavyweights expect a knockout. I, I think a lot of us thought this fight would go to go the distance too. So just don't just stop doing that. <laughs> I know you agree, Marcel. Yeah, um, for sure. Kevin's here. Uh, he's talking about SBG. Yeah, it's not great, Jim. I don't think Alex. What's up, man? When do you think uh, do you take gym momentum? Yeah, I, I kind of do, honestly, uh, Glenn. I mean, there's been times where like American top teams gone like hot, American kickbox academy, <laughs> Sanford, which I screwed up on here. We'll talk about that fight in a bit. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, it's something to keep in mind. I think when the whole team's doing good, I mean, if people feed off each other, right? Orlovsky Porter. I think it could be. I think it's. I think this Quez guy is making a good call. Orlovsky Porter. Uh, it's going to be a, a co-main event. Yeah, nice, nice job, nice job in the order there. All right, let's go to the next fight. Boom, Marcel both called this shit, man. I, I, like I said, I mean, this was the dumbest line I've, I think I've ever seen. Like, it just it made sense. Again, Jim Miller open as a dog. Everyone's betting on Mata. Why? Why was why was everyone betting on Mata? Again, he's a decent prospect, but hadn't fought in like two years. He's a guy we've seen in in multiple organizations as lost. Is not an undefeated guy. I mean, I I think I called this fight perfectly last week, Marcel. I thought that Jim Miller would drop him and then submit him, but he just dropped him and, and knocked him out good in this fight. Jim Miller looked amazing in this fight. The first round, Jim Miller looked great with those glow kicks, Marcel, and then second round gets the finish. Um, to me, I got to be honest with you guys, Mata looked like he had the octagon jitters. That's what I thought. That's what I saw, Marcel. He looked nervous. There was a lot of ver- nervous energy. Wasn't able to get going. And Jim Miller, 40 fights to zero. That, I mean, that is such a huge advantage. Again, guys, you know, I, I just sometimes you see a line like this, you got to take advantage of it. So I hope people cashed on this last week. I know Marcel, me and you were were all over Jim Miller here. Uh, Jim Miller looked. This is one of his best performances. I thought he looked amazing. It's crazy. He's getting older and looking better. You know, Mata's a good prospect, man. This is a great win. Give me your thoughts, Marcel. He outstruck the striker, knocked him out cold. What's your thoughts? Yeah, like my Eurosport colleague said, like you miswrote Jim Miller on your article. It's Jim fucking Miller, not Jim Miller. <laughs> so, uh, dude, I mean. What can you say about the duty since 2008 with the UFC? Yeah. Um, and got to say, man, the first round, Mada uh, landed a good shot on him, and he was wobbly for a moment, but he completely uh, uh, recouped. And, I mean, second round, he got the it got it done again, just like against Eric Gonzalez. You know, yeah. that was a KO. That was a TKO. But perfect. You know, I, I actually... Like I said to you last week, man, it's kind of a weird matchup to match up somebody with 39 fights in the UFC against somebody with zero. Yep. You know, uh, a, a huge of a, a huge difference in in how do you say that in experience? Experience, yeah, in experience, huge difference. You know, and uh, I think Mada is a great prospect. We will, yeah, he's actually 29 already, but he's a great yeah. fighter. We 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 will hear more from him, I think. But Miller, dude. He keeps delivering, you know, and I absolutely love it. And uh, I, I think he should be inducted in the UFC Hall of Fame yes, for sure, 100%. man, for sure. It, it's crazy because he never fought for the belt. I'll tell you yeah. one thing, though. Do you remember, like, 10 years ago, he had, he went on this long win streak and then he fought Benson Henderson? Yeah. I thought he was going to win that fight, Marcel, at the time. I think a lot of us did, and he lost. That yeah. pretty much derailed his career because at that point, yeah. he was one fight away from, winning a, uh, from getting a title shot. I mean, you look at the, the career he's had, it's phenomenal. I mean, he's got wins over, like, you know, Du Bronx, Joe Lozon, Alves, Guida. I mean, good fighters. And then now he's still being these young prospects. So, I mean, the guy's phenomenal. Um, it's, all, but, it's always like sim- similar as what Arlovsky is doing, only yes. Arlovsky doing it with decision. And he's yeah. doing it with finish. Actually. He's knocking guys out. It's crazy. Yeah. Like his striking looks really good. Like it, yeah. it's imp- the kicks were nasty, Marcel. He was completely outstriking him. Like 
again, I don't know why Mata got favored in this fight. It makes no why were people so sold on Mata? He hadn't fought in forever. It made no sense to me. It's just so disrespectful of Jim. He's still a good fighter, guys. Sure. I, I agree, Rotterwork. I, I never had a doubt on this one, really. I never doubted it, Marcel. Uh, I don't mind Jim getting an opportunity like Green. Yeah, I mean, he, he could get a you could get a main event. It's possible. Miller and Gurum. I mean, that seems like the kind of fight, quite frankly, they would book for him. But I'd rather see him fight a veteran. He said after the fight, guys, they asked him who wants to fight next. He said either Joe Lozon or Donald Cerrone, the winner of Fully that fight. With that. Pardon? Truly with that. Yeah, yeah, me too. I think that makes sense, right? Like, they're older guys. You know, he has two wins over Joe Lozon. Both were fighting the Knights. One was in Vancouver. Marcel, it was a great fight. Um, Donald Cerrone knocked him out a bunch of years ago. Um, but honestly, I think Jim Miller probably wins that fight now, right? So I think that would be a good rematch too. So I'm good with that. This, this guy thinks he's getting prospects. Uh, maybe, but I feel like after knocking out two in a row, it's kind of like, all right, give, give him someone, you know, a name now, you know? I mean, it's also kind of weird when you have guys coming from the contender series, you know, and you want yeah. to, you have, you see potential in them, and that matching up with Jim Miller, and then well, they they, they're losing. Well, they want to the name, right? Like, if they thought yeah. if Mata won, he would, you know, then he's a contender kind of. Yeah, thing. but right now, what what now? You know, now. Yeah, no, and I mean, Mata's like yeah. another loss on his record. He's, yeah. been, he's been knocked out three times or something, four times more so. Like, he's, Mata's chin is, his chin's a little chinny, guys. I'm telling you right now, it is. You know, he's a good puncher. I talked about this last week. I had a really good read on this guy. He's a good fighter, but just not at this level yet. Um, and Miller, I hope he fights at UFC 300. I know uh, Cole he, interviewed him. We talked about that. We're gonna say he, he should be man. He's born yeah. in Sparta, New Jersey. If you're born in Sparta, you should fight at UFC 300. 300. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's go to the next fight: Joaquin Buckley and Abdul Razak Al Sand. I feel like we have probably different views on this fight. So you know, for <laughs> me, it was definitely like a competitive fight, but I thought Buckley won the first two rounds. Um, it all comes down to the first round. Obviously, the judges had a two to one for Buckley. Second round, clearly Buckley's third round, clearly Ab Abdul Razak. I mean, I think you can make, I think there's a better argument for 10, eight in the third round, if anything, like, I think there's a good argument for that. But anyways, I, I thought Buckley edged out the first, again, the, if you look at the numbers, he did outstrike him 16 to 14. And he also landed three takedowns and had control time. Um, I'm not going to say he did a lot with the takedowns, but I thought the striking was really even. So to me, it just, it came down to uh, him getting those three takedowns, getting some control time. And also kind of being the more aggressive guy. I mean, because I felt the, the striking was tied, really. So it was close. And the numbers, again, are saying Buckley, I was struck him by two. doesn't mean that's not a lot. Um, what are your thoughts on this one? I mean, again, I thought it was a close uh, fight, but I thought Buckley 29-28. That's what I had. I mean, I, I don't disagree with you that, that it could be that that way, you know. Let's say, that, let's start with the second round. The second round was a clear Buckley round, you know. Uh, he had Al Hassan uh, against the cage, yeah. defending himself, more like Overeem always does, you know, yeah. in the cage and doing this. Yeah. You know, clear uh, run for Buckley. Third round, I think it was pretty close in the first two rounds, but Al Hassan took over and he dominated the last two and a half, two minutes, two, two and a half minutes. So for me, I couldn't, I didn't go with a 10-8 there. I went with a 10-9 for Al Hassan, you know? First round, super close. I felt like Al Hassan landed the harder shots, but that's my opinion, you know? And that's yeah. why I went with Al Hassan. It was super close. So when when the scorecards got re-rate, 29-28, either way, I no problem with it, you know? If you give it to Buckley, I'm cool. If you give it to Al Hassan, I'm cool, you know? 29-28. The first round was, for me, the closest one. Takedowns, yes, I see that. But did he do a lot with it? No. So should I really count it? I don't know. It's really hard, you know? Yeah. But uh, I have no issue with people 
giving the fight to Buckley. I have absolutely no issue with it. I have more issue with the post-fight interview with that uh, with that weird-ass <laughs> dude we, we put in. But the 29-28, I mean, it was a fun fight, you know, and I was yeah. actually surprised with Al-Hassan finally having some more cardio than he normally has and actually winning that third round, you know, and convincing yeah, I know. winning I was the third round. By that too. And, and the fun yeah. thing, the fun thing is that Al-Hassan went to Instagram earlier today and he said he had bad cardio and he could barely, uh, that he had bad cardio and he had COVID. And bad COVID. So I was like, dude, if you had bad COVID this time and bad cardio, I think your third round is probably the best third round I ever saw from you in the UFC so far. I thought so too. So yeah. Um yeah, I mean, who had over eight takedowns in this fight combined? I didn't think it would be like this. It was more of a wrestling match. Kind of surprising, eh? Like three takedowns in the first round, two in the second, three in the fourth, third. Again, competitive fight. I thought Buckley won. It is what it is. Um, let me just get these comments. 2020. I, I think it's possible that ten, third round could be 10 8. Um, yeah, Glenn, I'm kind of with you. That's his guy. I mean, I, I that was a, you don't you you, you got to watch who your fighter is fighting. I mean, it's not good for his career. <laughs> Ryan's like, you got the commander Dale Brown, that's that dust guy that yeah. uh, Detroit Urban Survival Training, and that and then Buckley's like, you know, he said he he was more efficient with their survivability or something with the methods he used to win the fight I, with the rest. This, this was all. <laughs> As bad as Stephen Seagal and Leo oh, God, with, or with Anderson movie. with the kick all those years ago, and he's trying to be credited for it and stuff. Yeah, I, I like know. the old Seagal movies, man. I, I don't like this, this Brown guy. I mean, I I don't I don't go on Instagram a lot, other than like when I go on yours, Marcel. Honestly, yeah. so I hadn't really heard about him until recently because uh, this guy Tom DeBlas, he's a former UFC fighter. I think you know Tom DeBlas. He fought in the UFC yeah. years ago. He was he's talking a lot of shit about about Dale. So I do follow Tom, and he's like, why is this guy getting like? All this play, and he's like, Buckley's a great fighter, and he doesn't need this guy in his corner. Like, why I is he agree. doing this? I think it's hilarious, personally, because no one likes this guy. So it's just like he's kind of embarrassing to have, but he, he, somehow he won, man. Because again, he increased his survivability. <laughs> Buckley Dawkins. Uh, Hell yeah, so I like that. Yeah, yeah. They're both on the same card. Hey, Litchell, what's up, man? Buckley wasting shots on Allison Highgard. Yeah, that was really stupid. Like when the overroom, right? This is what yeah. you call it, the overroom. Yeah, thing? the overroom. Yeah. When he fought like Roy Nelson, he just stood there doing that for like. Remember that fight? He just stood there. He did, he did the, uh, also an Arlovsky fight. Yeah, many yeah. fights he does that. Yeah. Oh, Bastian gets another fight. Yeah, I, I thought he looked pretty good. Honestly, he looked okay. Mm-hmm. It was a close fight. Could have went either way. All right, David Onama. Here's our boy Marcel. We got this one yeah, too, man. man. Yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. call this one good. And I'll be honest. When I saw Benita's struggled to make the weight he 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 came in early he came in at 148 i was like fuck this guy's gonna gas out again because benitez is a very good fighter i mean the, he landed 46 strikes in four minutes so he's a nasty striker he was out striking david onam but then he got caught with a big shot marcel and that was it, it was the beginning of the end i, I, I mean we both love david onam what what you saw billy carantillo's uh comment on twitter after benitez missed weight what did he say he said, couldn't he miss weight against me? Then I had 100K a fight of the oh, night. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fight of the night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, again, you know, that fight was amazing. But this was a good fight, Marcel. You know, it's just a shame because I think they're going to have to force him up to 155. He can't make 145 now. Mm-hmm. Like, Onama, this is something to watch out for. And I can't wait to watch a fight again. Any thoughts? Dude, I mean, I, I loved I loved how we fought you, how we finished him, man. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I I actually put out an extra tweet about it. First guy from Uganda winning a fight in the UFC, fifty k fifty k bonus, uh, got thirty percent of the purse of Benitez, uh, knockout, and also got a free headbutt into his coach. You know, when he's <laughs> celebrating. So, I mean. It was a great night for Onama, and I think we, yeah, we both called it right because we all also saw Onama in, in the in the regionals, and we also saw him fighting 
Mason Jones, you know, yeah. and that fight against Mason Jones was on four days' notice, I think, and he looked great actually in that fight. You know, that was an awesome fight. So, um, yeah, I think we will see a lot more from Onama. Really intrigued yeah. by how he fights and uh, how he came in the UFC. Really good guy. This guy's sick. I mean, this guy is exactly what we want to watch, right, guys? This is this is the guy right now. Um, yeah. We all said that David, uh, the uh, Mason Jones fight last year, we knew that David Nall was going to be good. Just way he fought because he didn't like he didn't break mentally he was getting taken down marcel but he kept getting back up you know and that's something i love to see and then obviously like you said like the fac promotion he was in marcel he was just lighting everyone up on the regional scene yeah. so we knew that he could strike too i mean this guy's phenomenal so I, I can't wait to watch him fight i hope they fast track him kind of um i'd love to see him fight someone like a yusuf or someone like at the bottom end of the top 15 but you know he's still young in his career i think he's got nine fights 10 fights so he's still really young um yeah he's he, david and is good uh ryan says uh not, yeah no he definitely is hittable um the head movement was was not great in this fight you know i agree completely having said that benitez is a damn good striker man benitez marshall i know his record what's his record now it's six and six and six we um, also i hope they I give him it, another fight he's a fun guy to watch i hope they give him one yeah more. he lost three of his last four I, lost, I don't know four of his last five actually I'm four of last five. even worse uh, yeah i know okay. i know but man I, I think it's not just about, you know, wins and losses sometimes. I do think it's about putting on a good fight. Three of his last four fights have won, you know, a bonus. So, I mean. Adam. Uh, what? So, I asked uh, Carlos Legaspi, a Mexican uh, journalist. I was like, Mogli, his nickname. I yeah. say, is it actually the guy from the Jungle Book? That's what I thought, like, isn't it? So, isn't it? he's oh. like, yeah, it's, it's actually Mowgli, but he misspelled it. And now it's always Mogli, but it's actually Mowgli. Oh, I th I, that's what I figured it was, <laughs> the dude from the Jungle Book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, anyways, yeah, I mean, I, the guy's exciting. I would give him another fight. Uh, that's that's my opinion. I understand if you guys think he's not UFC caliber anymore, but I don't think using the Onama, Quarantillo, Morales, and Yusuf is that bad. And, you know, I I, I think he's had some decent wins, too. At, at some, at I agree points. with that. Yeah. Um, an exciting guy, you know. For me, it's important. Hopefully, they build Onama up defensive holes. Yeah, no, I agree completely with that, too. All right, let's do this one. Hey, Cole, what's up? Talk to Kevin Lee. Easily the best he's ever been. Pretty fired up over his release. Nevada suspension's corner will also be Henry Hoop, Frost, Dewey Cooper win a corner. Wow, that's solid. Damn, that's solid. So he's going to be fighting uh, Diego Sanchez, right? In Eagle yeah. FC. So that fight's coming up really soon. Um, that should be an interesting fight. All right, let's go through the rest of the card here. You know, this is the one fight that I just didn't have a good read on, Marcel, obviously. <laughs> same, same. Yeah, I know. This was a this was a, not a great read. I mean, I thought Clark had looked so good in her last few fights. Um, I thought she had improved enough where, you know, she'd be able to keep the fight standing. Um and I said last week, I'm like, unless Eggers is this amazing grappler that I don't know about, and clearly she was, I don't know how she wins. Because I thought that Clark would kind of do a sprawl and brawl and keep on the feet, stay in the center and outstrike her herself. Was really surprised she initiated the takedown here. Mm -hmm. She did get one, but Eggers got two and Eggers submitted her really fast. Kind of a quick tap from Clark, didn't really fight it, but, you know, she was at that point, I think she her arm was about to go. So I thought Eggers looked really good again. Two straight wins for her, Marcel, by finish. Um, you know, she's actually the same age as me. She's born in 88, so she's a little older, guys. She's 33, turning 34 this year, but, you know, she's kind of in her athletic prime, and I was impressed by the performance. Give me your thoughts, man. Yeah, man. Uh, Jesse just keep trying to get the fight down, you know, into the cage, and uh, two hip tosses from uh, Agar, and uh, she got yep. that submission, that armbar. Yep. I mean, I just think it wasn't the best game plan we saw from Jesse Jess so far, and I think Agar perfectly anticipated on it you know and uh she got the win probably biggest win of her career i would say you know definitely in the ufc um 
yeah, I'm looking forward to what's next for her. I'm actually, uh, yeah, I was surprised because we saw the, we saw the Cortez fight right before, and I know that was a short notice, but still, yeah, you know, um, that's what I'm saying. I mean, she got to wrestle in that fight pretty easily. I thought yeah. that that would happen here, but I was wrong. You know, I'll, I'll be the first to admit this was not a good read on my part. Same, and you know, quite frankly, the next fight too. Although this one was had different circumstances because I think both of us were on the fence with this fight, Striegel Skelly. And after he said he was going to retire, it kind of pushed me towards the other guy. Clearly didn't matter. I mean, Skelly Prince dominated <laughs> this fight. Although one judge actually scored the first round for Striegel, which is fucking insane. Are you kidding me? How crazy judges. Oh my God. Um, yeah. I mean, Skelly dominated this fight. He looked phenomenal. I mean, this was one of his best fights. The knee was brutal. Uh, thoughts, man. I thought you looked great. I, I, I hope he does, takes another fight. I mean, why should he retire? I think he should take another fight. Go ahead. I mean, what's his record? 19 and 3 on one no contest. Yeah. Actually, crazy good record. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, what can you say, man? <laughs> it was a perfect uh, punch, knee to the face, done, you know. And uh, I was really impressed how he looked. I think the first one was a typical chess Cali round, you know, being yeah. heavy on top and uh, grinding. A scrapper, you know. Yeah. So um, yes, I mean that's yeah. the perfect nickname for the guy. Really, one hundred percent. So he he's going to retire apparently, but although he's open, he's keeping the door open for like one more fight if they give him something mm -hmm. good. Um, he also said that he's like doing the roofing business. He's not actually roofing though, guys. Like that's what I think a lot of us thought. Like he's the guy on the roof doing it. No, he's working in the front in the head office. <laughs> so he's not actually on the roof fixing roofs. He's guy <laughs> telling people go up there and fix it. So it seems like a good job for him. Sorry, guys, I missed these comments in the last fight. Um. I don't know what Eagle FC, how much they ping Lee. He's saying he's making more like than a lot of UFC guys that are like ranked in champions and stuff, I think. So probably decent. I'm guessing he's getting paid like hundred thousand. That's my guess. How many rounds? I think it's three rounds, right? I think I think it's just three. Yeah, by the way, Adam, you saw the first episode episode of uh Khabib Nurmagomedov looking for a fight. Didn't see it. No, <laughs> he was just cage side during Las Vegas event last oh, okay, Saturday. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's just a Joke. Chess Skelly and Brendan. Oh, Lofton. Yeah, I mean, Skelly, if he can get out of his contract and go to PFL, I mean, he could do decently there, you know, with the grappling. Mm -hmm. It's very good. So, maybe. I, I feel bad for the guy because literally, you know, he's had fights pulled when he was walking to the cage or when his opponent couldn't make the walk to the cage. Remember he fought Jamal Emmers last year? He's in the cage waiting. We're like, what's going on? And the Emmers doesn't make the walk. So, this guy's been screwed a little bit because he lost a couple of years of his career due to, like, opponents falling out the last minute. So, I kind of feel yeah. bad, but you know, he, he's content with it. So he wants to retire. It's up to him. You know, he's an older guy, Marcel. He's three years older than me. So he's 36, I think. But I just think he looked good in this fight. I All always right. love it when you say he's an older guy because he's older than you. But I, I know I can say the that. Way. When they're young, the same way. <laughs> if they're younger than me, I can't say it anymore. Yeah. Anyways. Um, okay. Next fight. Glory DePaul, Dalbita, Diane Dalbita. Great fight. Um, both girls went back and forth. I thought DePaul won. You guys know I picked Dalbita. But I don't think she won the fight. She's on Twitter. She's like, everyone says I won. No, it's not true. No, no, no. I don't say. I think the Paul clearly won. Honestly, I, th I think she clearly won. You know, I wouldn't. Even say, yeah, I it was, it was one of those fights. It's competitive, really competitive. But one girl or one fighter just does a little bit more and one wins the fight. I don't know. That's my. Th I thought she won. What do you think? Yeah, you know, I also picked Belbita, but I think DePaula won that fight. You know, yeah. just being honest. You know, I yeah. think uh, DePaula finally. Got her win, and she looked. She actually also went for a takedown sometimes. While I was yeah. like, "This isn't even needed because you are doing better on the feet, even you know." Yep. So, um, I think it was a good performance from the Paula, and finally got the win. You know, and uh, I was happy for the Paula. I feel sad for Belbita because she finally had that nice win under her belt against Goldie, and she could maybe get us get another and can, can climb the division. But 
yeah, I think uh, I, I think the Paula uh, deservedly got the win. You know, I was actually surprised. I saw MMA decisions: fifty percent Belbida, fifty percent the Paula. Okay. Um, I mean, it's it's people's opinion. You know, what I mean, I'm yeah. Not okay, gonna, but... like here's the thing: like, I think I have pretty damn good judge. You know, personally, mm-hmm. I think the Paula won. I mean, the numbers back it up too. You know, again. The number you know, is always something I look at after the fight because they don't even come out during the fight. It's not like we can like look at them, right? It's always it's just one of those things that kind of makes me feel better about the way I scored fights when I see that you know whoever I thought outstruck them actually did, you know. So I think it was close. But the numbers show that she should have won, you know, two to one. So you know, for me, it's like oh, Sam Buckley was closer than this fight, in my opinion. But you know, yeah, I kind of agree with that too. Um, I kind of agree with that one too. Tough heavyweight roster we talked about a few weeks ago. That Bobby Maxwell guy's. Talk about he's older than me, Marcel. <laughs> he was in the <laughs> UFC in 2006. So he's back. Yeah, That's yeah. crazy, dude. That's that is crazy. Anyways, we'll, we'll definitely talk about that show, you know, closer to when it starts, and I'll, I'll give my thoughts about it. Um, let's go to the next fight here. Chad Ellinger, Canadian guy, defeats uh, Jesse Strader. So I was fully prepared. I was actually I actually had the tweet the tweet written up because there was like a minute left. I was like, hey Marcel, nice props on this one because we talked about <laughs> we want to, you know, you know, I gotta give you props because I know you've been giving me props. I made some good picks lately. Um, I was ready to give Marcelo props because you know, obviously he picked Strader. I thought Strader was going to win. Here's my thoughts on the fight. Okay, let's, let's break this fight down because it was a damn good fight and yeah, it it's an interesting one too. First round, Jesse Strader dominated him. He had three takedowns. He outstruck him. Looked amazing. Second round, Strader looked good, but Chad Ellinger dropped him and he definitely took the round back. And I was shocked that one of the judges gave it to Strader in the second round. How? The, who is Anthony Manis anyways? I don't even know who this judge is. And... <laughs> You know, he actually has been judging for a while just in different places. But the point is, like, that's a clear end held your round. So it was clearly 1-1. Mm-hmm. Third round, Marcel, I'm going to be honest with you. I thought that Strader was winning the round. And then he just he, he, he turned it on with that with that final knockout blow. I think Strader would have won the fight. I, you know, I think. I mean, it was it was trending that way. But Anhelinger changed it with those punches. It was a brutal knockout. He didn't get a bonus, but I think he could have. And I think the fight could have been fight of the night. I thought it was a fucking great fight. So... I just thought it was a great fight. I think the early premiums were really good in this card, and the fight was awesome, and it was a great knockout. Just give me your thoughts, man, because, again, I thought the guy was going to lose the third round, but ended up you know, getting the getting the job done. So any thoughts on the scoring? And what's your thoughts? I mean, first round, clear round for Strader. Second round, and Halliger took the round back. <laughs> I fully agree. And third round, you know, Strader looked good in the beginning until Halliger, uh yeah. pretty much yeah, finished him. You know, so uh, it was a good fight for me. This one was also high on fight of the night. But the thing was, you know, they're only going to get four yeah. bonuses and it was more uh, normal in this one to get four performance bonuses because yeah. they were actually, they actually could have went with six performance bonuses. You they know what have. I mean? They so, should've. yeah. Because I think Skelly should have got something. And, and I think Miller, that well. Miller too. I mean, and then this fight, you know, yeah. I feel bad. But yeah, I thought that I was, I was surprised Miller didn't get one. Although I think they're trying to like, you know, give different, like they can't give Miller bonus every time he fights. They have to give it to other guys too. I get that, but. This fight was, I thought, a great fight. I thought it was a really good fight, Marcel. It was just a fun one. Um, Jonathan Pierce defeats Chris Rodriguez. You know, Marcel, this was another really good fight. Um, remember last week I said, I really like Chris Rodriguez. The only thing I don't like about him is the size. Otherwise, I would have picked him. That Dude, that, that choke was so close. I mean, yeah. I think a lot of guys would tap out to that. You know what I mean? I really do think that, that a lot of guys would have tapped out to that choke um, in the first round. And, and you know, I thought Rodriguez looked phenomenal the whole fight. Um even though he lost, I was like more impressed if that makes sense. I, mm-hmm. I think it's a brighter future. It was a good fight, though. It was a fun back and forth fight. Jonathan Pierce, though, guys, I'm I'm ready to fade this guy again. I really am. I mean, the third round was sketchy. Um, he got hit in the chin. He, he looked like he was about to get knocked out, and then 
somehow was just bigger and stronger, was just able to get these really ugly takedowns, get on top and ride it out. But yeah. I was more impressed by the guy who lost, if that makes sense. Anyways, what do you think? I fully agree with you on this one as well. I think uh, Rodriguez um, almost had him in the first round, you know, yeah. then couldn't get the finish. And Pierce out-muscled him pretty much and into with, with, with wrestling, you know what I mean? So uh, he was in trouble in the third round, but he could get him down and he hold him there and uh, Rodriguez didn't couldn't uh, do anything from there. So Pierce won the fight, but yeah, he probably won the fight because he fought a bit a big 135 pretty much yeah, you know exactly. so uh yeah i feel i feel the same way yeah and then the last fight mario batiste defeats jay perrin it was actually a pretty good fight actually Marcus. i had no yeah. idea what to expect from this fight it actually was a decent fight um batiste just kind of outstruck him though what, any thoughts on this one last fight no batista won 30 27 i think uh, I, I don't think it was a bad showing by perrin definitely not given that it's a four or five day notice fight yeah but um yeah yeah, but just a win. But this is this was typical a win for Bautista, like uh, high high risk, low reward. You know, you should win this fight yeah. and go further in your career, and that's what he did. So yeah, what can you say? Yeah, let me get these comments on, guys, and we'll, we'll talk about Belter in a sec. Uh, the, the tweets, yeah, they started a lot two years ago, actually. I mean, I, I, me and Marcel get some of these tweets. It's cool, but <laughs> I, you know, even as someone who gets them on there, it's cool, but I, I do think they put too many sometimes. You know, that's. So I kind of agree with Owen saying the same thing. I, I know what you're saying, Owen. I kind of agree. Because, um, you know, you're, you're looking at them. And, again, they put mine up there. It's not like it's a bad thing. But I think sometimes it's it's a little distracting at times. I think sometimes. during at the end of the round is a good time. You know, that that's it. I don't think you know during what? the actual fight they should put them. Sometimes it annoys me when somebody has, like, uh, when it's a clear 10-9 round for somebody and then someone tweets out 10-9 for the other guy. Yeah. They can tweet it out, but do you really have to show it on the broadcast to yeah, show, like, yeah. you're, you're not biased or whatever? I, listen, listen, we've all had bad scorecards. I mean, I've been scoring. No, no, that's no problem. Well, but they shouldn't say. show had, it. I just want to say something. I, we've all had bad scorecards, right? Yeah. We've all had good scorecards here, you know? But I feel like a lot of the time they put some of these scorecards up, they're only putting them up because the guy's going the other way. You know, Marcel, yeah. like, it's pretty clear that one guy's winning, right? And then they put the other, and I'm thinking, I scratch my head sometimes, like, what are these people watching? You know, then again, people's opinion, you know what I mean? I'm not God when it comes to this either. Uh, yeah, I, I, I definitely agree with you. Anyways, overall, I mean, it was a good card, you know, Marcel, I think overall, a damn good card. Um, the card I wasn't expecting to be any good and turned to be a good one. Any last thoughts before we move on here? No, man, that's, by the way, did, did, did you got uh, Paul Feller saying, like, are you kidding me? For real? What? Uh, I think that was. Uh, I think he wanted to interview Parker Porter probably, and somebody said no interview. And he was oh like, yeah, yeah. Someone messaged me about that. They they were like, oh, why didn't Porter get interviewed? I think they were running out of time. Yeah. Um, I think because the I think the thing went over a little bit of time, but yeah. Uh, I mean, that's that's hot mic, right? You got caught. It's kind of funny actually. Um, let's see here. Yeah, I saw Petrosky and Maximov. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's go here. I want to talk about this one with you guys. So, all right, Friday night came around, and you guys know I'm a new dad, right? So, like, it's not like I'm running to the clubs now. <laughs> you know, Marcel, I'm, I'm, I'm at home. And uh, usually on Friday night, me and the, the missus, we watch Shark Tank. It's, like, one of my favorite shows. It's uh, it's a great show. It's called Dragon's Den in Europe, Marcel. I, you've probably heard of the show before. Yeah, it's it, a, it, with those new uh... – uh, if they gonna they how do you say that they it's like a new product something. yeah exactly yeah 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 I really like that show so anyways it hasn't been on because the Olympics so I'm like shit what am I gonna watch I turned on YouTube and it was like PFL Challenger series I was like oh yeah this is on so I ended up watching the card I watched PFL Challenger series 
So I didn't really know what to expect. All right, number mm-hmm. one, I mean, the same problem with PFL regular is the, the there's a lot of stuff in between the fights that doesn't need to be there. Now, I understand that some of these fights ended quick. I get that, but, uh, you know, they don't need all that fluff in between the fights. So that's the first thing I'll say because a lot of people were complaining about the pacing again. And PFL's pacing is a huge issue, okay? There's no doubt about it. But I will say, as far as the fights go, I thought it was a fucking really entertaining card. Like... It was damn good. Yes, I remember Henry was on it doing the it was like a gee hoodie thing or something. Yeah, like last year, that was funny. And Porter Collier was good, but yeah, PFL. I thought honestly, Marcel, it was a, the fights were pretty good. So let's just go through them quickly. Did you get a chance to watch it or you, or you didn't? Okay, so let me, I'll get my Bro. thoughts on this. Let me, let me get my thoughts. Or sorry, you want to say something? Go ahead. Cool. That pacing of PFL. Yeah, I, I'm I, just. I, I have better things to do. Sorry, same man. here. I, and I wasn't planning on watching yeah. it. Right, it's just one of the things where the, the timing. I don't know if I'll watch it this week. I'll just say that, mm-hmm. but. I'm just going to go through the fights quickly. So Carl Williams defeats Miles Amos. Not a good fight. It was, it was just best who wrestled him. It is what it is. But the second fight, man, was it, it jumped. This one, I jumped off the couch, or I should say my chair in my room. I jumped off it because Travis Davis was completely out wrestling this Bruce, Brucey Soto guy. And, and all of a sudden, Davis gets a little tired. Soto gets up and knocks him out with an insane flying knee. I don't know if you did you see the flying knee? No, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, dude, it was fucking sick. Okay. Guys, this was probably the best knockout of the weekend. And Marcel, he was losing the whole round. He's out wrestled for four minutes and then gets up and flying knees the guy in the face um, for a Bellator fighter, Travis Davis. So Soto, not only does he he get the contract uh, or become the front runner, I'll talk about that in a second, but he also got a $5,000 move in the night bonus, which is nice to see because, you know, Marcel, it's not like these guys in PFL on the prelims are making a lot of money. Okay. So mm-hmm. I'm just happy for this guy because. He's a good fighter. And Marcel, nine-fight win streak. He's a guy who was an LFA. The UFC did not sign him. He has wins over UFC um, veterans on his record. He's a really good fighter. You should watch the fight, Marcel. I, I'd go back and watch it. You can find it. I will. The, the, the knockout was insane. I'm just, I wasn't expecting to, to like this card, but this 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 made it for me. This was an insane, insane finish. Um, then Taylor Johnson won his fight against Alexander Popik, the German guy, Marcel, grinded him out. And then the main event... Uh, Josh Silver defeats Mohamed Juma, but again, there was controversy in this one because this guy Juma, um, he was going to tight guillotine. Now, if you saw Marcel, the fish hooking, guy, the guy yeah, put his I, fingers in. Second that. straight fight, this guy's done this. Um, Silver ends up getting the finish. The guy had a point taken, but I think if the referee should, I think the ref should just DQ the guy right there and then because he was that close to getting the guillotine and using an illegal move to get out of a fight ending submission. To me, that should be grounds for disqualification. You know, I do, I do think there's a possibility here. So, anyways, at the end of the card, only one guy gets a contract. So, we're all thinking it's probably between Soto and, and Silvera. Soto probably deserved it because the flying knee was insane. And then all of a sudden, they go, Taylor Johnson's get. It's between Taylor Johnson and Soto. They cut Josh Silvera right away. So, he might get another chance at PFL, they're saying. But it looks like the guy who was the minus 1,500 favorite was the least impressive to the PFL brass. And this guy, Soto, who I don't think a lot of us knew who he was, he ends up getting the contract. So I'm happy for this guy, Marcel. I didn't expect it. And if you if you had odds for this card of who would get the contract, Soto would not be the first. You'd probably be one of the last guys. Mm-hmm. I'm really happy for this dude, man. Any any thoughts, Marcel? I know you didn't see it, but any thoughts? Yeah, I think it's weird that you don't pick up Silvera. You know what I mean? Um, I, you can pick up more than one fighter. You know, it's your I know yep. I mean it's your organization, it's your rules, you know. Um 
but I'm also happy for the guy. But uh, I, like I said, I have to see it back. I only saw that Silvera. Well, watch, so. watch the. So you saw the the, the fish hook. Yeah, saw I saw that. that. Yeah. Yeah. Go watch the go watch the Travis Davis Soto fight. I, I will four do minutes that. Long. Just watch that. I will do that. No cool. problem. Yeah, that was a good one. And honestly, the Johnson Popic fight. You know, it was a, it was one of these fights that was tied one one, and then Johnson landed a knockdown and then a takedown in the early third round. Like he really needed the win, and I think that's why they rewarded him. But to me, it's weird that Silvera's getting passed on. Like. If there's a way for him to go to the UFC, I think he should go there right now, guys. I think it'd be good. Um, yeah, the Silvera fight was crazy. The fish hooking, the the fence grabs. The guy should have been disqualified. He's just a bum. Uh, Brett Martin and uh, Guicamo Lemos. I like Brett Martin. Man. Not not just because we're related. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Juma's a scrub. He doesn't deserve to be signed by anyone. All right, let's go to Bellator quickly now. Um, I only got a chance to watch a few of these fights because I was obviously watching UFC. But uh, Morgan Storley defeats uh, Neiman Gracie Marcel in the main event. Close mm-hmm. fight. And then also on the card, you had uh, Andre Korshkov, an absolutely devastating knockover chance for counter, spinning back kick. He's already been booked for another fight against Paul Daly. So that fight's happening um, in Bellator London, which I – when is that card, Marcel Bellator London? Ooh, it's, uh, let me I do Next, next – uh, May, I think. I think it's in May. Yeah, I think it's in May too. So Bellator actually has some good fights coming up. Um I like I love that fight. Korshkov and Daly's gonna be a great fight. I think Daly's retiring after this fight. That's what he says. So should we go in? And then there's a lot of other fights in this card that had some good endings, like Brandon Ward got another knockout. Uh, this guy Bobby King had a good performance as an underdog, and then Nick Brown knocked out Mandel Nalo, which honestly surprised me. Uh Nalo's a Canadian guy, Marcel. I know uh, pretty sure you know who he is. Yeah, for sure. Rack, I think it's Rack, Rack, Rack garbage. Rack garbage, yeah. So I'm surprised he lost. I gotta be honest with you, Marcel, but Nick Brown is not bad at all. He's an LFA guy. Um, underrated guy. So, I mean, overall, want, yeah, from what I saw, it was decent. Go ahead, go ahead. I want to give a shout out to uh, to Nolan King's piece on MMA Junkie about Brandon Ward. Ward? If, you yeah. have, if, you yeah. if you haven't read that, you should really do. Yeah, you talked all about being like addicted to drugs and stuff. Kind of surprising. I didn't know about this, to be honest with you, Marcel. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, everyone's got their demons, right? Uh, stories and underdogs and steel. Nice job. Nice job. Daily's longevity is it's pretty amazing. So fucking pissed that he's on the UFC. I mean, I understand he punched, punched Josh Kotchak after the bell, but other guys have punched people after the bell and did stuff. And Dana White, what, what? There are two guys that Dana, or many guys that Dana said never come back to the UFC. Jason but there High? are actually three guys. Jason High, Paul Daly, and Renato Babaluso Brawl. So only yeah. three guys where he kept his promise for some reason. True. Like, Babaluso had that choke. I can't remember who he's fighting. He held the choke on way too long. David uh, Heath, I think. Yeah, I think that's who it was, too, yeah. The guy who uh, Tim Boach, the, the bitch toss, remember that? Yeah. The, the famous – yeah, remember that? Well, yeah. When Babalu got interviewed by Joe Rogan, why did you do that? Yeah, he's a Colombian motherfucker, eh? <laughs> like that That's so funny. Yeah, it's dirty as hell. Where's Gregor Gillespie? I don't know. Where is he, Marcel? Yeah, he's fishing probably. I don't know. <laughs> Best fisherman right. in MMA, right? All right, let's go to your page. we got we got a few more minutes here. Let's yeah, go for five sure. more let's minutes. Go. Let's just go through some fights, guys. As Max team. Holloway would say, let's go, let's go, let's go. Let's go. go let's... <laughs> you, got his, you got his accent down really good. Let's go. All right. Uh, yeah, we talked about this one earlier. I mean, really, they're two grinders, right? It comes down yeah. to cardio. I mean, Maxwell's got better cardio. That's what I'm looking at. I mean, I got to look at it some more. But, you know, I, I'm not super impressed by Maxwell because, to me, there's, like, no ability to strike or to do damage with his hands at all, Marcel, from what we've seen. But he definitely can grind him out in this fight, I think, because he has the better cardio. Any thoughts? Yeah, I think so too, man. And, and it's pretty much I understand the fight. You yeah. know, it's like both guys are two and only UFC. Uh, Petrovsky uh, got bowed by finish. Maximov got bowed by decision through. Yeah. But still, you know, this is a, probably a good style matchup. I think both guys uh, are pretty well on the ground. 
I kind of think Maximov has a has a more uh, heavier ground game. You know what I mean. But yeah. on the feet, Petrovsky can do damage. I think so. Will be a fun one. I think. Yep. Sam Hughes and Estela Nunez. Um, yeah, Nunez. She lost her debut against uh, what's the girl's name? Ariana Carnelosi. Carnelosi. Yeah. Hughes. 0-3. I'm surprised she's getting another fight. I, but she, I, taking some short notice fights, right? Yeah, so, I replied on under there to someone if you can see it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They're real short notice. When she fought, uh, what's the girl's name? Loma, right? It was short notice. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, like it looks like an even fight just based on you know what I remember about them. I know Nudes has some like nice kicks and stuff, but Hughes also, is tough. Did oh, you know Sam Hughes was at four this MMA right now? Didn't know that. No, but man, yeah, five and four record. That's just so bad. Yeah. Yeah. Jesse Strader's five and three now with three knockout losses. He might get cut, Marcel. Um, you think he gets cut, Jesse? It's possible. Yeah, I, I w- it would suck because the fight was not bad at all. Yeah, it wasn't know. a bad fight. I think it was a good fight too. Maybe they'll give him one more. Yeah. Maxwell's fight. Yeah, I mean it's not like Maxwell's not ranked either. But you're right. He's Puna. I thought was like higher regarded. Yeah, there's some good fights been coming up. Spivak Hardy. We'll, we'll give their thoughts on that next week. That's UFC two seventy three mm-hmm. or two seventy two. So we'll talk about that next week, man. Um, need, need time to think a little bit more. Josie and Nunez. Okay, we'll talk tomorrow. about that tomorrow. Yeah, we'll talk about that tomorrow. Uh, Jordan Levitt, Victor Martinez. Also, guys, take in mind that Josie and Nunez uh, fight against uh, uh, Ramona Pasquale. It's at Fatal 145. So, okay. Yeah, 145. Yeah, I have to keep that in mind, too. Um, Jordan Levitt, Victor Martinez. Um, by the way, it's saying ban and wait on uh, UFC stats, Marcel. I don't know if it's changed, just so you know, for that last fight. Yeah, it says band away, but it's featherweight. Okay, I believe but you. Still I'm just, I'm just you know, they haven't Yeah, true. I, I actually, I, I, I saw it as well, and I yeah. saw MMA fighting pull up, put out featherweight. Okay. So I double checked it, and board girls say featherweight. So it's okay. Cool. There you go. Unless they get there and they're like, no, I was supposed to be 135. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, Levitt, you know, he's got the experience, but honestly, I'm not too impressed by him, Marshall. I mean, to be honest with you, I'm not too impressed. Uh, I think he's beatable. I agree. I, mean, I think yeah. he's beatable. I mean, Victor, is Victor Martinez the guy to beat him? Maybe. I don't think Victor's that good either. I'm surprised he even got a contract, to be honest with you. But I he think might he started. He started two and four in his career, man. Victor, yeah, Victor good for Martinez him. I mean, guys yeah. like him and Anhelinger that like start, yeah. he went two and five. Um, this is a good fight. Canadian uh, global. That's our TV station here. The news <laughs> they broke the uh, the fight. Yeah, I mean, I guess it makes sense. Elkins is you know grinder. He's kind of at the end of his career. Connolly. It's crazy, right? Because Connolly's only a little bit younger, one year, and then he only has two fights compared to 25 UFC fights. Connolly's not bad, but I mean, to be honest with you, this Darren Elkins should if Darren Elkins is a good line, I'd probably be betting on him in this fight now that I think mm-hmm. about it, Marcel, because this is the kind of guy he's beaten his whole career, right? I agree. He should win this fight. Let's go to the next one. Jai Herbert and Tapuri. This is at 155. I'm not sure if Tapuri is going up full time or not, but no. But, yeah, so it's just because he needs a fight. And then who wants to fight in both divisions? Yeah, short notice. Uh, this fight's we're talking about that tomorrow. Yeah, same with that one. Awesome. Man, a lot of short notice fights. This is an interesting one. Tatsuro Tyra, Carlos Candelario. Uh, Candelario, he lost his fight in the UFC in, in uh, contender, I believe, yeah. right? He lost, but I feel like he actually won, in my opinion. Yeah, I thought so too. I, I, I thought so too. Dana picked him up. Um, but I mean, for everything I've heard about this guy, is pretty good. Um, I have Should to watch Japan champion. Yeah, I've heard he's good. Yeah, I've heard good things. Uh, Bueno, so this is uh, DePaul's girlfriend, I believe. They're still together. Yeah, yeah. versus Wu Yanin. Um, well, is that new? The hair? This is new, right? This is yeah. New. <laughs> or did you add that in? That's like fake on it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's not fake. <laughs> Mario Batista, J. I mean, some of these fights we've talked about. Oh, I like this fight too. This, yeah, me we too. We didn't talk about this one. 
this is a fun fight, eh? I think someone's going to get knocked out in this fight. Either Gutierrez wins by leg kicks or this guy knocks him out. <laughs> it's great. It's great matchmaking. It sucks that Montal Jackson is out, oh, but this is great right. Again, again. He, yeah. Another talented guy who's dealt with injuries. Um, I think that's it, Marcel. We've already talked about these ones. Yeah. I think that's it for today, guys. I, oh, sorry. There's a few questions. I apologize. Yeah. Let me get these comments, uh, questions. Shane, back in the USA. Uh, I haven't, I don't, I don't. She got the new haircut. Go on Instagram that much. We should she got the new haircut. I mean, we both said that Buckley would be decent, right? Or uh, yeah. Eric Anders, I think you said. Yeah. That would be good too. Yeah. Yeah, Martinez Quinn. Do fighters that started careers in the UFC live in their gyms? I think a lot of them do, man. You know, sadly enough. Sadly you enough, saw, I think a lot do. Yeah. You saw that crazy story about uh, Jennifer, what's her name? Jennifer Gonzalez, who was pulled from the fight. Tell me about that. So she she's saying, what she's saying? Tell me. So she said, like, uh, USADA came to her gym. Uh, she has to say the whereabouts where she was the whole damn time. So she's yeah. like, I live near, next to my gym. So uh, the thing is, uh, she came home uh, from doing groceries, I think, with, with her husband. And uh, Usada wanted to go inside with her. And she's like, give me two minutes to change, you know. I'm, I'm, I, my dogs are there outside, you know. And the Usada guy wanted to come in. And she's like, no, you can't come in. You're, my dogs will attack you. So I will get my dogs away there and you can come in. And they were like, probably really rude she said so she went uh inside uh prevent her dogs two minutes she changed her clothes she wanted to come outside and they were gone so they had an argument with her husband or something because they were really annoying she said and uh after that she got cut from the ufc because uh they say uh she 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 missed a usada thing or whatever so so she was, she's she's off she's cut yeah okay i knew that the fight fell apart i didn't know she was actually released um yeah, yeah i mean it's disappointing y'all i don't know though man I, I i mean am i am i buying it i don't know i mean how many other fighters has this happened to you know like and i don't hear mm. about them so i'm not sure Marcel. i mean the thing is i actually hear from usada sometimes that they they ring your 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 doorbell like six or seven a.m yeah and even when you I've have to take before. Yeah, yeah when you have to take it you have to take a dump they come yeah. next to you because <laughs> you, i mean I, I think alex perez once told that uh, yeah. uh that that he had to take a dump right when the guy from usada came in I, I the guy was like, like with a you saw the guy was literally in the room where they're taking a yeah. shit or, or, or taking a piss I yeah, yeah so uncomfortable man i mean that is part of the job as a tester though marcel you know um, would, that would be I, even when I have to take a dump and somebody's next to me, I would feel really uncomfortable. You know what I, I know. mean? I so. know. Me too. Me too. Buddy, I'm the same way. I'm the same way. <laughs> it is kind of crazy, but you know, you got it. The thing is, if you don't do the test, it's like they count it as a as a yeah, as I know, a, miss a fail test, right? Yeah. yeah, which is not fair, but I think a lot of us do the rule. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dawkins or Buckley fight and Jaquani. Man, that'd be a nice fight, Andrew. Yeah, Buckley yeah. and Jaquani be sick. Good, good call. Good fight. Yeah, good call. Let's, let's get out of here, Marcel. All right, guys. Appreciate you guys tuning in today. As always, uh, you guys can follow the podcast, maoddsbreaker.com. Podcast is uh, it's on YouTube. We love you guys uh, joining us for the uh, the breakdowns, the recaps. And then, of course, you can download the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, all those places. You guys get it. I'm also available at uh, mymmanews.com and then bookies.com. I'll have my article coming out this week. Had another good week, another successful week. So it's been a good year so far, Marcel, for me uh, with the picks and the bets. So hope it continues uh, tomorrow and hopefully it's not – uh, one of the situations where next Monday I come back here going, Welp, you know, it's not a good night for picks. No, it's going to keep continuing, guys. Anyways, uh, that's me. Marcel, plug yourself. Let's get out of here. So, yeah, you can find my preview about this upcoming card on Eurosport, but you won't give a fuck because it's in Dutch. So, uh, you can call me, Big Marcel, as you can have 24, as you can see on the screen, and uh, Big Marcel 24 on Twitter and Instagram as well. Yeah. Peace, guys. Have a great day. We'll talk to you tomorrow, 5 p.m. Eastern. We'll be uh, breaking down. UFC Vegas 49, Makachev Green. 
all 12 fights of the card will be broken out tomorrow, 5 p.m.